welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. I can see and beyond the handiwork of God and sometimes I think in my own personal life you know whether I'm as we would say in the mully grubs in the down and outs amen I can't help but think about my obligation I should say in my worship and my praise to God simply because of things like that if if you don't praise me the rocks cry out. Creation honors God. And, uh, and so you and I need to participate in that. And as we begin to reach for God, because God really wants to do something in our lives. Not only in our lives, but in the lives of other people. Amen. I really believe that tonight. So thank you for your worship and your praise. Thank you for that beautiful song. And, uh, minister to us. Exodus the 10th chapter, if you will, this evening, Exodus 10. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. It's getting that time of life. On your iPad, you can change the font. Your Bible, you can't change your font. It just stays that little. Amen. Here in the portion of Scripture that we're going to read tonight, in the 10th chapter of the book of Exodus, uh, we are dealing with the various plagues uh, that have befallen the Egyptians because of God wanting the children of Israel to be released and to be able to go free, and uh, Pharaoh refused, and then sometimes the Bible says God hardened his heart as with this here, the plague of darkness, the ninth plague. In verse 21 to 23, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. Everybody say, Even darkness which may be felt. In other words, literally, literally, that one may feel the darkness. Verse 22, And Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They saw not one another. That's thick darkness. Neither rose any from his place for three days. But notice what the last portion of the scripture says. Let's read it out loud together. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Praise God. Folks, it makes no difference how dark it gets. Amen. There's going to be light in our dwelling, right? 
Praise God. Lord God, we thank you for your word, your goodness, your mercy, your love and kindness. Thank you for this moment tonight that we share together. Amen. And I pray, God, that before we leave this place tonight, uh, Lord, you will speak something into our spirit. Amen. Something into our lives. A little bit of hope, a little bit of faith. Let it arise out of us to believe you for anything. Amen. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. And let everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now imagine with me, if you will, this scripture that says, where God tells Moses, stretch forth your hand, and I'm going to produce darkness. Amen. Darkness so thick that you couldn't even see someone if they were standing right in front of you. It was such a natural phenomenon and so dark that the Bible, uh, you know, it talks about fear that fell on the people of Egypt. And it was so dark that they couldn't even leave their homes. Amen. They stayed where they were at for three days. Now, I won't go into great detail, but, but, but God was just showing them that their God that they worship had no power over him. Amen. They were all about the sun God, Re, and, uh, and, and about the power of the sun and all of that. But God said, I'll show you, I'll darken it. Come on, somebody say praise the Lord. And if they did leave their homes, they probably wouldn't be able to find their way back. We've talked about that before, how you can be familiar with your house or familiar with your area, but you let it be dark and all of a sudden you, you get disoriented and you lose what you thought you had and what you think and what you think is, uh, is where it was, it ends up being somewhere else and you end up walking into it. The fact of it is it never moved. It was just now it was dark and you were disoriented. No matter, no matter if it was morning, no matter if it was noon, no matter if it was evening, the darkness was still there. They couldn't tell the time. They couldn't tell when one day started or another day began. It brought confusion to them. They became disoriented. No one could escape the darkness. But in verse 23 it tells us, but all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. And it was here in our text that God was doing everything he could to, let, to, to get Pharaoh to let the children of Israel go. And, and Pharaoh had, had imprisoned God's people in Egypt and enslaved them to do uh, his bidding and his work, building the pyramids and the sphinx and uh, everything else that they had, the cities and, 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 and all of that. He used the people of God, amen, enslaved them to do this work. But it has never been God's intention for his people to be enslaved, uh, amen, to anybody or anything. So God was doing then what God always does. He went to work to free those people, amen, who were held captivity, in captivity. There was 10 plagues. There were 10 disasters, uh, everything from flies to frogs to, to, to lice to locusts to boils to hail to fire, you name it, uh, it fell. And I'm telling us tonight that God wanted to set the people free, uh, and this was definitely a tough time for the land of Egypt. It wasn't something that was simple. Can you imagine being a, an Egyptian uh, and having all these plagues fall on you, but nothing seems to fall on the land of Goshen? Darkness in the land, but yet there's still light, uh, amen, in the Hebrew households. Come on. 
Amen. You know what amazes me about our God? Amen. He'll use absolute anything or anybody, amen, to reach somebody that's locked in the snare or the prison of this world. God will use anybody. Come on. Anything. Clap your hands and praise God tonight. I just happen to believe tonight. Amen. There's going to be a lot of people who give their hearts to the Lord even during uncertain times. No matter what's going on, you and I as a child of God have to realize we are to be a tool. We are to be an instrument. Amen. We are to be a voice. Amen. We are to be the feet and the hands of the master in this world. Amen. To help somebody get free from the darkness of sin. Hallelujah. You probably received phone calls, I imagine, in the next little while, of course, over the year, amen, from people maybe you haven't heard of from a while, asking questions, what's going on? What is this stuff? Is this from God? Is this from, you know, where is this from? What's going on? Amen. What's this all about? I don't know. I've had conversations like that. Maybe you have too. Amen. I'm here to tell you, amen, it's dark out there in the world today. Amen. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Amen. I'm here to tell you some people might be fearing the worst. Amen. But I'm fearing the best. Amen. I'm not fearing the worst. I'm believing in the best. I'm believing that the best is yet to come. I believe there's still hope in the world. I believe faith is still in the church. Come on. Hallelujah. I believe we have the light and we've got to distribute the light to this world. No matter what's going on, God's still bigger. No matter what's happening, God's still the creator. Amen. Some might be fearing the worst, but all the children still had light in the house. Amen. There's a lot of questions and that probably need to be answered and they're trying to answer them all. But I'm here to tell you tonight, I'm not worried about the, 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 the answers to the questions uh, that, they're that they're asking. Uh, amen. What I am worried about uh, is whether or not we have the light shining in the house. Amen. Whether or not we're tapped into the Holy Ghost. Whether or not faith abounds. Whether or not we're still believing that God heals. God sets free. God still will fill people with this spirit. That's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm praying for. Amen. In the midst of all this, God can still bring about a great miracle. Amen. In our world we live in today, yes. Amen. There is, there is wars and rumors of wars. Amen. There's earthquakes in diverse places. Amen. There's all kinds of things that are happening in the natural world. But I believe there's a lot of things happening in the supernatural world. Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. You might be disoriented, but I'm telling you, God can straighten you out. Amen. We might have be, be living in the midst of perplexity, amen, and uncertainty, but the darkness that we see in the world where people say, I can't escape it. It doesn't look like I can find my way. I'm here to tell you tonight, there's still light in the church. I said, there's still light in the church. Amen. Let your light shine in this world. Amen. Let it shine. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. We got to love the fact that God is still God. Makes no difference what the world says. Makes no difference what politicians say. Makes no difference what, what educators say. Makes no difference what the world in general says. Amen. Our God is still alive and well. Amen. God is still alive and well. Amen. The enemy will try to make you believe something else. But I'm here to tell you tonight, God is still the light of the world. Hallelujah. The lights are still on. You know, you hear that expression, the lights are on, but nobody's home. 
You know, that's usually a derogatory type, type of thing saying, you know, hey man, yeah, ain't nobody there. Lights are on, but they, they checked out. Well, I'm here to tell you tonight, the lights are on and we're still in business. Hallelujah. Come on, say, I'm still in business. How many still loves God? How many still has faith in God? How many still knows that God's still on the throne? He's still on the throne. Still answers prayer. Amen. And so when you look at this story, and it was darkness. It was just where you couldn't see yourself. I don't know, probably sometime or another in our lives, we've been in a situation like that. Amen. When I'm outside and it's dark, I like to see the moon because the moon lights up something. I think it's real pretty with the snow down on the ground. And I look out, I'm in the kitchen, I look out the back window. And the, and the, and the moon, the, the light of the moon is just glistening off that, that snow. And that snow kind of amplifies it. And you can see, uh, amen, real good at night when that's there. Amen. It's just something about it. Something about the beauty of it in me. Amen. That I see it there. God's grace and God's, God's love toward us wants to shine. Amen. That spiritual light into our lives when we live in a world that's full of, of darkness and full of sin and full of chaos and full of uh, uh, all kinds of disruption in the spirit world but yet we have a God that says you know what I can set you free amen I can open your eyes I can bring light to your life why would we not want somebody to receive that light amen when everyone else saw hopelessness amen God's people had the light still on when everyone else couldn't find their, their way emotionally or mentally or, or spiritually, amen, through the crisis, uh, amen, even the one we have right now, I'm here to tell you, God, amen, our, the, God's people still has a light on in the house. Amen. Come on, everybody say it. The light's still on in the house. I want us to get this this evening. Uh, it's not a profound word. Uh, amen. It's not something that's going to float you over the Milky Way. Uh, but I want you to get right down, uh, amen, where we're living tonight and understand, uh, amen, that everything else doesn't matter but your relationship with Jesus Christ. Uh, amen. You've got to keep it on par. Amen. You've got to keep it up to par. You've got to work on it. You've got to manage it. Uh, you've got to be meticulous about it. Uh, amen. You've got to be intentional about it. You've got to get a hold of it. They couldn't leave their houses, amen, out of fear of the unknown. You know, sometimes I think that's the way we get spiritually is we get so afraid of things that are going on in our lives that we want to kind of find that little, that little place in our house, amen, and we kind of camp out there and we want to say, you know, that's all I want to do. I'm here to tell you, sometimes you've got to get out of that by making a step of faith and you've got to say, Lord, you're with me, amen, your light's around me, your light's in me, I'm believing you no matter what's going on in my life, amen, I'm still going to hold fast, amen, to your word. The Egyptians couldn't find their way out, but God's people had clear direction. They could navigate the way they wanted to navigate. Why? Because there was still light in the house. Hey Amen. Let, let, let's go back to this text for a minute. Because if that kind of darkness, if that kind of darkness that they had hit your, your life or hit my life, hey amen, I wonder how we would respond. Hey amen. You know, what, what happens if there was no light? I mean, I'm not talking about your car lights. I'm, not talk, I'm talking about everything. What if you had no light, no flashlight, no candle, amen, no nothing? You didn't, have, you didn't have light during the night. You didn't have light during the day, amen, and it was that way for multiple days. Amen, I'm telling you, it would mess with your psyche. It would mess with your mind. Amen. And, 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 and have you ever done this before? We, we just did it recently back in the, in the uh, summer. 
We had that storm that come through. And when I was coming home from church, there was no lights on my side of the street. On the other side of the street, they had light. On my side of the street, they didn't have light. Now, understand, this when we were having 90 or so degree temperature. And so I called my wife and I talked to her. And so I said, man, you know, it was hot. And I'm like, you know, you know, I, you know, me and her were kind of different with that. She'll kind of put up with it and things of that nature. And it wasn't there. And, they, and I, I seen the, the Duke trucks out. And, and then I seen around the corner where a bunch of the Duke trucks were. Amen. And I realized something had happened. I didn't know at that time what had happened, but a tree had fallen. Somebody's tree had fallen on the electrical lines and, and just knocked a square, uh, you know, a square block out. But everybody else had light, you know. And what that said to me was they've got electricity. That means they're air conditioners are working and mine is not working and I just got through preaching and I'm hot I'm sweaty I want to go take a shower I want to go to bed I want to be cool but it wasn't so I told her on the phone I said look I ain't coming home until they get this fixed and I didn't I stayed in my car with my AC on and my radio on and I drove and I'd come back through the neighborhood and they were still there, no lights. And I would drive out the other end of the neighborhood and I would go down 63 and kind of drive around a little bit and I would come back and I would drive back through the neighborhood and they were still there and no lights. Amen. The thing was supposed to be fixed at like 9.30 at night and now it was after midnight. I kept on driving. I'd go out the other end of the neighborhood. I'd drive around. I kept my AC on. Amen. I was all pumped up with that AC. That was all about it. I listened to music and I, I was just kind of relaxing. I come back through the third time through the neighborhood. They were still at it. No lights were on. I went out the other end of the neighborhood. And then I knew Sister Violet would be up, so I would text her. And I would say, hey, they got that electric fixed yet? And finally, at 10 minutes after 1 in the morning, uh, they had it fixed. And I was able to walk into a house that had lights and air conditioning. Come on, folks, let me tell you something tonight. Amen. When things like that happen uh, and you're not ready for it, it kind of makes you a little disoriented. It's like, wait a minute. Uh, amen. It worked today. Uh, it worked yesterday. Uh, it worked. Look, in your spiritual life tonight, I'm telling you, everything might be going hunky-dory. Everything might be going well. Amen. But all of a sudden, it's like somebody turns the light switch off. And there you are in darkness. And you don't know what to do. I'm telling you right now, you got to get back inside of this house and realize that it might be darkness here, but there's light still in the house. Sometimes it'll happen. You'll go outside. You're checking with the neighbors. Is there anybody else outside? And sometimes I'll get out there and somebody will be standing out there on the sidewalk and they'll be looking down the street. And then you might ask, hey, you, got, you know what's going on? No, I've called Duke five times now. And they'll be talking about, and you won't know. I'm like, well, they got light. Why don't we have light? Have you ever done that before? Come on. It's about, look, I'm going to tell you something right now. That's, look, it's spiritually. I don't know about you, but I don't like living in darkness. I need some light in my life. And if I don't have it, I want to know where can I get it? Come on, let me tell you what. That's the reason why I took my Cabela's cards this year. 
Amen. Some that I've been saving up on. And I went, uh, and, and th- thank you, Brother Duke. I'm gonna, thank you, thank you, thank you. He, he, uh, we went, uh, and we got this uh, generator, and I brought it back, and it's sitting right there in my garage. It's ready to go. Amen. So when anything happens again, I'll turn that bad boy on, uh, plug everything in, uh, and I'm going to have some electricity in the house. That's how much I want light. That's how much I want AC. In the summertime and heat in the wintertime. Amen. But I want to know, where are people, people in the world that's living in darkness? Let me tell you, when they look at your life, do they see the light? Because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for something that will change them. They're looking for something that will illuminate their life. They're tired of living in the darkness of this world. Amen. I want them, I want to have it. God's light shines in us. It shines through us. Amen. So I need the light of God shining in my life so it will attract somebody that's living in darkness. You can be in a dark place and look in a distance and you can see a little light bulb that's in a house or a, a, a light bulb that's sitting outside of the entryway. You can look a long ways. Amen. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you. Amen. That, that light will dispel all darkness. Amen. Darkness cannot live around light. It can't survive. Oh, come on. That's the reason why we need to have it burning, uh, amen, brightly in our life. It's dark in my life, you say. I can't see anything. There's no hope. There's no joy. There's no peace of mind. It's just darkness. Because here's what the world's looking at. Will you share something with me? Will you share something with me? Let me tell you, it's not only time to build a physical building, uh, but it's also, time, it's also time to build the kingdom uh, of God. Come on. It's not time to sit idly by and say, we'll get to it down the road. Uh, it'll get to us. We'll kind of, we'll get it down the road. Uh, it's time to stand up and say, God, what can I do? Uh, amen. I'm going to put my hands to work. Uh, amen. I want them to do something for the kingdom of God. Amen. I want to be reaching somebody. Uh, amen. I'm going to reach for hope uh, and try to reach for somebody. Uh, amen. That's lost. Amen. I feel like the world's saying, will you share some of your light with me? As a child of God, we got to keep the light burning. Amen. It will attract those who are living in darkness. Amen. What's that little song we sing? This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Amen. And then it says, let it shine till Jesus comes. Amen. I'm going to let it shine. In other words, don't let it go out. you got to stay with it. you got to stay at it. Amen. It is, a, it is something that's a process. you got to work on it every day of your life. Amen. you gotta, you got to put it in your mind that it's not time to slow up. It's not time to go back. It's not time, by God, it's not time to backslide. It's not time to, get, to, to find yourself lost without God. It's time to get closer to God. I'm going to tell you right now, if I, if I knew God at one time in my life uh, and now I'm living in the midst of what's going on in this world today, I would be full of fear. I would be full of anxiety. I would be full of uncertainty. I would think, what in the world? I need to get back like the prodigal son uh, to the father's house. I need to get back uh, connected with God. Because you see, for God, God's people, the lights are still on. 
You know, there's been many who have lost somebody. Uh, you, there's no joke about this, about this COVID, amen, this pandemic. People lost. Some of you have lost people. Amen. Some of you have lost friends. I, I, I know people that, that uh, in ministry that we've lost. Amen. And, and, and it's sad. And you know, you know complications from, from this. Amen. But the message I want to convey is, is uh, not, not one of doom, gloom, and, and, and all of that. Uh, but I want a message of hope. Amen. I, listen, listen to what the scripture has to say. When the light in their, li- in, in their life, the, the word tells us, amen, that they're going to, uh, to a, a, a much better place. Amen. When you die in the Lord, amen, you're going to a much better place. Amen. 1 Thessalonians 4.13 says, uh, let me go back here real quick. Uh, amen. And read this. Uh, uh, put my glasses back on. Uh, I'm going to read verses 13 through uh, uh, 18. Uh, he said, you're talking about the coming of the Lord. He said, but I would not have you uh, to be ignorant, brethren. Concerning them which are asleep or those that's passed, that you sorrow not, even as others which have what? Everybody say, no hope. Scream it out. No hope. For if we believe that Jesus died, rose again, even so them also which, uh, which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent. Amen. Shall not precede them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel, and with the trump, or the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive remain are going to be caught up together to, to meet them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever. Everybody say ever. Amen. That word translate always. So shall we always, always be with the Lord. Wherefore, verse 18, let's read this out loud together. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. In other words, when you're in the midst of a bad time, hallelujah, God's coming. When you're in the midst of a troublesome time, you need to comfort one another and say, you know what? Our hope and our faith are still in Christ. Right? On Christ, a solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. I'm hanging on to the one that's making a difference in my life that's going to come for us one of these days. Amen. So whatever's going on, encourage one another with these words. Encourage one another with these words. You can have hope. You can have hope. Amen. You can have hope. Come out of darkness. Come on. Everybody say, come out of darkness. Amen. You see, when you're in darkness, you can't see what God's trying to do in your life. All some can see is darkness. Have you ever been there before? When all you can see is your problem. All you can see is your situation. All you can see is the hopelessness or or, or you, you, you can't really, you, you, you can't see the light for the trees, the forest. You can't see what, what, what God's really trying to do. Amen. But, but yet, but, but yet that, that's the point. You, you might see darkness, but, but they saw darkness, but the children of Israel had light. Jesus said in Matthew, the fifth chapter. Look, let me say it again. Darkness is just simply the absence of light. But notice what Jesus said here in the fifth chapter, verse 14 through 16. He said, ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but they put it on a candlestick. It giveth light out unto all that are where? In the house. So then he goes on to say, let your light 
shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. He said, ye are the light of the world. Folks, I'm going to tell you right now, that goes from the very eldest person in this church, amen, to the youngest person. If your kids are in grade school or whatever, and they go to, they go to, the, they go to school, amen, and, 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 and people are going to notice something different about them, you know, some people have the idea that they don't want their kids to be any different than other kids. Uh, I have the idea that I want my kids to be a light, uh, amen, and I want to be a light as a parent. Come on, that's the way it is. I want, that, I want my child to grow up knowing uh, that God loves them uh, and God wants to change their life uh, and God wants to save them uh, and God wants to take them home. Uh, amen. When the trump of God sounds, I want them to know that we have hope. Uh, we have faith and, and love in Christ Jesus. He said, you are the light of the world. Amen. You know, what's interesting to me here, amen, that there is no recourse. <laughs> Amen. God doesn't give us an option to turn the light on and off when we choose to. Right? Come on. Amen. He doesn't, there's no recourse. You know, no. He doesn't say, okay, you can turn that light out anytime you want to. Because when we get in a little situation where we really didn't want people to know that we were Christian, we just, and we kind of hide, camouflage ourselves in the darkness. We don't want people to really know that we're a Christian. Amen. We don't know what they're going to say. They may not like us or this or that. No, 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 no. He doesn't give us any recourse. He doesn't say, oh, you can flip the lights on anytime you want to. He, yo, yo, no, you, can, you, know, you, you, you can't hide it. You can't hide it. It's not for you to hide under a bushel. It's not for us uh, to determine when that light shines uh, or when it doesn't shine. He said, ye are the light of the world. A city that's, hidden, that's on a hill cannot be hid. As a child of God, you don't want to be hid. Come on. As a child of God, you don't want that light to be here today and gone tomorrow. No. You want a light to constantly shine because that's what gets the attention of the world. And they begin to look at the church and say, you know what? I'm tired of living in darkness. Amen. I want to come where you're at. I want something that you've got. Come on, clap your hands and praise God together. Come on. Come on, let's shake the, the foundation of hell tonight. Come on, clap your hands, all your people. Come on, shout with a voice of triumph. Let them hear this racket and this noise. Come on, I, I read what somebody said one time, when you clap your hands, uh, amen, it's like creating a crack in hell. Amen, cracks all over the place. Uh, they don't like it when you clap your hands uh, and praise God. They don't like it when you stomp your feet uh, and you shout with a voice of triumph. No, they don't like that, uh, amen, because that's just erupting something in the spirit. They can't do nothing about that. I'll leave that for another message. If you believe... Amen. If you're a believer, if you're a child of God, you're Holy Ghost filled, you are. He said, you're the light of the world. And folks, let me stop and tell you, being the light of the world is the mission. Amen. Our mission as a child of God is to be a light in a world of darkness. And if we haven't got that yet, we need to get it. Because that's what we are. You know, 
Oh, well. You know what? When you, when you, when you drop the plow, you're going to turn the soil. And sometimes I think God needs to drop that plow in our life and turn the soil. Listen to me right now. When I tell you this, we are the light. He said, we're the light of the world. Our mission is to be the light of the world. Amen. It means that we got to, we got to we, wherever we go, we want to be that light of the world. And that means we got to, we got to, our life has got to be consistent. Our life has to be consistent. Right? Amen. No matter what you're doing, no matter where you're at. You guys know what I'm talking about. Amen. I could... I don't care whether I'm talking to the bank teller, whether I'm talking to a cashier, whether I'm talking to a, 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 a man or a woman that's waiting on us at a restaurant. It doesn't make no difference. Amen. They know who you are. They know most likely where you go to church. And they know whether or not you are the real deal or not. Come on. That's why, that's why we got we to gotta say, God, here I am. Here I am, God. I'm, I want to be. I, I get excited about being that light. I get excited, Sister Moody, about being that light. No matter who I'm around, I want that light to shine. Young, old, I don't care. School teacher, uh, amen, work associates, wherever it's at. I want them to know that there's something different about me. You can hide it under a bushel if you want to. The bu- the, hide it under the bushel of doubt, hide it under the bushel of unbelief, uh, hide it under the bushel of, of worry, hide it under the bushel of sin. Whatever bushel you want to pull out, you can try to hide it under the bushel. But let me stop and tell you something. I know people right now, and some of you do too, uh, that, that people you knew uh, that were not where they, they should have been with God and hadn't been for a long time, uh, but yet they still had a message in them uh, and were still able to reach somebody uh, that was concerned about their soul. That light never goes out. You hear me now? That message is still there. They may not be where they need to be. They may, they may be uh, uh, you know, far away from that, but something still ticks inside of them that when somebody asks, they said, look, I'm not where I should be, but I'm going to tell you where you need to be. So you can hide it. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, you're going to be miserable. Right? Miserable. Everybody say, I'm going to be miserable. Because once the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ is shown in your life, amen, you're going to always know it's there. No matter how you try to drown it out, no matter how you try to cover it up, you're going to know it's there. You're going to know it's no matter where you go or how far you go, no matter what you do, that, 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 that still small voice is still going to be there. What it used to be in your life. The light used to shine. It's still there. It wants to be exposed again. But yet, we cover it up. Some of you might know what I'm talking about. Some of you might have tried living, uh, you know, and, and, and going after other things. You tried running from God. How many of you ever tried running from God? One hand. Come on. We all have. I did. We all tried to run. We all try to go another direction. Amen. We tried to bury it under that bushel. But no matter what, no matter what I did, I was still the PK. No matter where I went, I was still the preacher's kid. No matter what was going on, 
I was, I was still connected. And sooner or later, that's what got me was the fact that things were going in the world and going all kinds of different directions. And finally I realized, you know what? The world's not worth it. The church is worth it. Being in the body of Christ is worth it. Come on, if you believe that tonight, clap your hands and praise Him. Like Peter at the crucifixion. Amen, he denied Christ thrice, but yet there came a, we know you. You, you're one of them. You knew, you know Jesus. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know him. I don't know him. Oh, wait a minute. You know him. You see, that's where, you, 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 you know, you're where you shouldn't be, you know, doing what you shouldn't do and all that kind of stuff. Amen. But understand this. Understand this. It's going to give you, you're going to be given away. I know people that have been stoned, stoned, stoned drunk. Amen. Just wiped out of their mind. But yet all of a sudden they'll get on God. Have you ever seen anybody like that? They'll get on God. They'll start, yeah, you know, I need to get back to the church. I need to get back. All of a sudden, all of a sudden the conviction comes in. I, Pastor, I need to get back to church. I get that phone call at 2 a.m., you know. I need a, I need a, you're drunk. Yeah, I, 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 I drunk. I've been drinking, but I, I need to get back to God. I need a, will you pray for me, Pastor? It's like those people that are smoking, and you come up to them, and they, they realize they don't want to be disrespectful, and I th- I, I'm glad for that. But I'll, I'll stay a little longer than usual because they've got that, they're trying to hold it down in their pocket, or they're trying to hold it behind, and, and I'll stay a little longer just to see if it starts smoking. Amen. But, but they, 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 they respected me that much. To not blow that smoke in my face or whatever and all that. And that's fine. Amen. I already knew they were smoking. Just smoke. Don't burn your pants or whatever, you know. Look, you can, you can do all that. When someone has, has more darkness than you do, that little bit of light that's still shining in your life is going to look pretty good to them. You say, I don't have a lot of faith right now, Pastor. Hey, man, well, what's that little song? You, you don't need a whole lot, just, just use what you got, right? Amen. Let me, let me read you something out of Hebrews, the sixth chapter, and I'm going to read from a different translation. Amen, the NLT. Here's what it says. God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we have fled to him for refuge, can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. We hold to the hope that lies before us. Amen. What is hope? Hope is light. I'm tell you, this world needs hope. Come on, this world. Everybody say, this world needs hope. This world needs light. Amen. Hope lets you look for tomorrow. It, it, it lets you look for a better day. It causes you to believe uh, the, the impossible even when, uh, uh, when for others uh, believing is impossible. Amen. Your hope and trust in Jesus during uh, the, the times of crisis in your life is a light to those who do not know him. Amen. That's why it says, neither do men, in verse 15 of uh, Matthew 5, neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. Why? Because it giveth light unto all that are in the house. You want to be that light in the midst of darkness. Your light, your faith in God, your trust, your trust in His provision. 
during that time. Your confidence in God that you serve. Amen. Believe in that he's going to bring light into the lives of other people, even and especially in the midst of, 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 of crisis and things that were going on right now. Amen. Amen. And, and through the prophet Jeremiah, God said in, in Jeremiah 32, 27, he said, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Is there anything too hard for me? How many believes that there's something that's too hard for God? Nothing's too hard for God. Right, it makes no difference what it is. God still has the power to meet the need. We've got a lot of stuff going on in our world right now. But it's still not too hard for God. Whatever because of it, the midst of it, spite of it. Amen. We can still reach the lost, right church? We can still build the kingdom, keep on building the kingdom of God, right? Amen. We can still rescue those that are perishing, right? Amen. We can still bring light into the darkness. Amen. That, that, that's in people's lives. We can still do that. That's who we are. We are. That's our mission. Everybody say, that's our mission. I close. Verse 16 said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Folks, we need that, especially today, especially right now. There is still hope. Everybody say hope. We have hope. We have hope when trouble comes our way. We have hope when, you know, do you think this has been the only pandemic that we've had in this world? No. There's been lots of them. Amen. There's one that we, we still, it's, it's disappeared right now. I don't know where it's at. They're having a hard time finding it. It's called the flu. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be goofy here. I'm just saying we don't hear about it much. And usually, usually the elderly, they, that's why they go get their flu shot every year. And that's the reason why the doctor asks me when I go into the office. He'll look at me and smile. Would you like your flu shot? I'm like, have I got one yet? No. Then nope. <laughs> but there's a lot of things. Folks, we've had a lot of things in this world. Doesn't mean that, that, that uh, you know, that, you know, there's been some that's been awful. I mean, think about when, when they had the chicken pox. Think about, I mean, it killed scores of people. I mean, I mean think about when they had uh, all the other epidemics and, and pandemics and, and things of that nature. And, 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 and you know, if the, Lord would la- if the Lord would wait another 50 years to come, gar- I guarantee you there's going to be another one. And another one. And another one. Amen. But as a church, we got to realize, take it serious. But at the same time, we're still the church. And the church is the light of the world. So we need to bring hope and faith and, 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 and tell them to, to realize that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And he's the only one that can make a difference in their life. So when everything else is going on and everything seems to be faltering and everything seems to be failing, we still have a God. I can bow my knee to I can walk around this church. I can sit in a chair. I can, in my car, amen. There's, I still have a God that I can speak to. And he hears me. He listens to me. He speaks to me. When I crack this word and I begin to read the word of God, I don't want to just read words on a page, but I want that word to touch my life. Because it's this word that I've hid in my heart that I might not sin against him. Amen. And it's this word that's going to help me reach to somebody else and give them a message of hope. Amen. 
It's going to give me a message. To, it's going to give a message to them that God is still a redeemer. He can still touch their lives. Do you believe that tonight? Let's stand together all over this place. I'm going to challenge you right now. No matter what you're facing in your life, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what it is, whether it's sickness, whether it's finances, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a family situation, whether it's a work situation, whatever it might be, I want you just to say when you pray, God, we are the light of this world. Your light still shines in me. Amen. We are the mission. Amen. Being the light, we're the mission. Amen. To reach this world. Do you believe that right now? Praise God. I believe that right now. We're going to sing something right now. And I wonder if someone to come to the altar or if you want to stand where you're at. I don't care what it is. But right now, let's make this a house of prayer right now all over this place. And let's just raise our hands and say, God, I, 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 want, to, I want to take this message. I want it to, I want it to, you, to empower me, God. Amen. To be the light of this world. Come on, that's it. Come on, reach out to me right now. All over 